You're listening to Fit Girl Talk Radio with your host, Sarah Thomas. Sarah has been a nationally certified personal trainer since 2010, specializing in women's fitness, has a bachelor's degree in nutrition and exercise physiology, and is an IPE bikini pro bodybuilder, all while being a wife, a mom, business owner, and frequent traveler. In each episode, Sarah and her guests will discuss all things related to self-growth, health, wellness, fitness, and nutrition. So grab a coffee, get comfy, and join Join them for some Fit Girl Talk. Hey, you guys. I'm your host, Sarah Thomas, and I'm back on Fit Girl Talk Radio. It's been so long since I've recorded anything. It's been a couple of months, and I've missed all of you guys. I wanted to say thank you to everybody that's been still listening, catching up on old episodes that they probably missed, and um it really doesn't seem like the podcast took any of a hit while I was off for so long. Um, so I guess it's kind of good that I took a break. It seems like it gave everybody time to kind of catch up and listen to um, episodes that they'd been kind of waiting to listen on, I guess. Um, so yeah, I am just so grateful for all of you. I looked back at some of the stats um, a couple, like a week or two ago, and I was so shocked to see that um, – we now have over 72 countries tuning in. Um, unbelievable. Obviously, all 50 states. Um, so hi to all of you. I would love like, love to connect and see where you're from and how you heard about the podcast and what you like about it, what you don't like. Um, so honestly, I would love it. Um, so feel free to like DM me or email me anytime. Oops, I should turn my phone on silent. Um, DM me anytime and just say hi. Let me know where you're at. Um, and of course, if you're listening and you want to be a guest on the podcast, do not hesitate to reach out. Um, I would love to have any ladies on. Everybody has a story to tell and everybody listening can learn something from you and your story and your wise words. So please reach out or maybe if you know somebody that would be a good guest, let me know as well. Um, you can email me. DM me, all that stuff is in the description of this podcast and on our Instagram page at Fit Girl Talk Radio. Whew. Anyways, um, I really just wanted to, first of all, make sure all of my equipment still worked after the cross-country move. Um, so hopefully everything's recording well. Um, and I just kind of wanted to check in and say hi before we got um, back on track with our guests. I don't do a lot of solo episodes. I don't know, just kind of seems boring to me, but maybe it's not as boring to you. Um, but yeah, so I guess I'll give you a little update on myself. Um, whether you follow me on Instagram or just the um, podcast, if it's just the podcast, if you follow me, um, you've seen that me and my family have moved across the country. Um, we moved from St. Louis, Missouri to North Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, we started the process for the move um, in January and um, officially drove all of our stuff across the first week of April. And that was quite the drive. Do not recommend. Um, we left our daughter back with my parents while we were um, on the road for so long um, because I just don't think that she could have handled it. Yeah. If we didn't have anywhere to put her, she would have been fine. We would have all survived. But um it's just, it was easier for my husband and I to just do it. So we had a little U-Haul um, and we drove 
from St. Louis to Albuquerque in one day. We slept barely and then hit the road the next morning and made it to our house, our new house by, um, we made it here at 5 p.m. Um, and then we had to return the U-Haul by 7 p.m., I believe, um, that day. So we unloaded everything really fast and then dropped off the U-Haul. Um, I will say, though, that we did not bring any furniture with us at all, like not one piece. The only, the biggest piece that we brought with us was um, our quarantine bought spin bike. <laughs> Everything else, um, no furniture came with us. So we started over fresh, um, which has been so much fun. It's been so much work, um, a lot of frustrating furniture to put together, as you can imagine. Um, but so blessed and so grateful for all of our stuff. And um, we just, we love our new home and we love it here. So I don't know. I For so long, I always saw people doing things like that, you know, families making big, crazy moves like that across the country and, you know, following their dreams and of where they want to live and what they want to do. And I always yearned for that for so long. Um, I even, I mean, I knew well before I met Scott, um, my husband, that I did not want um, to stay in the Midwest for very long. So um, this has been a long dream for both of us and the stars aligned on a few different levels and um, we made it happen. So if you are listening and you've been thinking about doing something crazy like that, that just might not make the most sense, um, I'm here to tell you that it's worth it, that it works out, um, and that your quality of life when you make that jump is just so beyond... I can't even explain to you what my quality of life has been like since I got here. Um, I feel like I'm just thriving on the next level of happiness and health and um, gratitude on levels that I have never, ever experienced. And it's daily. Um, so just overwhelmed with um, gratitude, honestly. Keep saying that word, but that is what it is. Anyways, so yeah, I got some questions. I put up like a box in my Instagram about questions about the move and like why we're here and yada, yada. And, you know, some of the reasons of why we're here, I'm not going to get into on the podcast, um, some more personal reasons, but, um, yeah, the move was hard. Moving sucks. Definitely, you know, something I don't want to do very often. Certainly don't want to cross country move very often. I'm hoping that the next time we make a huge, huge move like this, that we can obviously have movers help us out. Um, because, <laughs> you know, we'll obviously have furniture and stuff to take with us from here now. So anyway, I digress. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the biggest life thing that we've gone through. Obviously, um, the other thing for me in the last couple of months has been adjusting out of COVID and isolation into quote unquote normal life. Um, we both got vaccinated in uh, the end of March, we were fully vaccinated and it has just been such a relief to get back to the new normal of life. Um, I will say that, um, we were in a high risk situation for, um, all of 2020 for the most part when from during all of COVID and quarantine, um, 
So we didn't do hardly anything. I barely honestly got to leave the house and it was very hard on me uh, mentally more than anything. And um, so grateful that that time is past me now. Um, So being out here also is probably why I'm thriving on the next level because you know, the isolation lifted as soon as we got here. So, um, I got to get back to the gym and my daughter got back to school and, um, were able to see people and socialize. Um, she's doing some activities and like extracurriculars and, um, just some fun stuff, uh, that just is a reminder that humans are not meant to self-isolate and be alone. Um, for that long, especially not with their children, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I was surprised getting back to the gym at, um, it did take me a few weeks to uh, obviously physically adjust back to the gym and the weights, um, but more mentally with the routine and the schedule took a little bit longer than I anticipated. You know, I joined the gym and that day I was like, yes, I'm going to be back on track six days a week, feeling strong and good like I was before COVID. Um, And it didn't really go quite like that. It took me a little while to kind of reignite my passion for the gym and for the weight room, I feel like. Um, I don't know. I was just kind of a little bit surprised by that. I think I kind of felt a little lost in the beginning, kind of what am I doing here? What am I wanting to do? So that was kind of a surprise for me, but I let myself fall back into it and fall back in love with it. And obviously now I'm back on track and I, um, I'd say I lift about currently, um, three days a week, but I'm usually doing some kind of movement either out for a run or a spin outside, um, or at the gym five to six days a week. Um, so And that's because I want to be doing that, not because I need to be. So I finally made it back to that wanting place of where it feels good to be doing that for myself. Um, With that being said, I've gotten some questions about competing um, now that all the shows are back on and everything's back to normal as far as the bodybuilding world goes. Um, And I personally right now have no plans to compete. There are a lot of shows out here on the West Coast. Um, It is a lot more popular out here on the West Coast than it is in the Midwest, um, which keeps it in the, you know, keeps it in my brain. It's never all the way gone. But right now, um, I have no plans to compete. I'm thoroughly enjoying um, low-key lifting three days a week, doing my cardio. I am eating healthy and eating well. My body weight is at a place where I feel really, really good. Um, I am very happy with where I'm at physically and mentally on all levels of um, those aspects. So for right now, I have no plans of um, competing. That's just me personally. And never say never. I'm not saying that I'm totally for sure done, but right now I'm just... um, getting back to me as a person and, you know, finding out all the things I loved about health and fitness before COVID, before bodybuilding, before baby, um, and just kind of doing it for me. And it's been a lot of fun and I'm feeling really, really, really good. So that's my note on competing. 
Um, a couple other things personally for me, um, 2020 gave me a run for my money on so many levels, but um, I took on stress on a whole new level and I definitely stressed my body out into this phase of where I wasn't tolerating dairy. Um, and that was very weird. I used to be a huge cheese eater. If you knew me, like I had cheese three times a day, if not more. My roommates in college called me cheese. Like I was a cheese eater. Um, ice cream, loved it. Uh, when I was competing, I had a Greek yogurt every night. Um, but stress does weird things to the body, man. And uh, it just, I did not tolerate it. And it made me very sick. Um, so I have been dairy-free I think all year, 2021, um, maybe longer. I don't remember exactly. It's such a blur. 2020, the end of it is such a blur, but, um, I don't miss it. I will say that. So I, I feel like it has been so great for my acne, um, for my digestion. I mean, I can just tell how much better my body responds without having dairy. Um, and I mean, I don't even have it on like when I'm giving myself a treat or anything like that, I don't miss it. I don't miss how it made me feel. Um, so I got like some dairy free cheese that I use on occasion. Um, but I haven't gotten a lot of dairy substitutes. That's not really anything that's been on my mind, honestly. So, um, yeah, I just really don't miss it. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you can't have dairy, um, in order to reach a weight loss or fitness goal, because I don't believe that at all. I reached all my goals while eating dairy. Um, I just feel personally feel so much better without it. So I don't know if you've been on the fence about that, you can message me or, you know, talk to me about it, or you can just give it a try yourself. Um, I just don't really think that there's a need to give up dairy and then try and get all these substitutes back in. I mean, on occasion, I'll eat some like coconut milk ice cream or something like that. It's good. It's not something that I keep as a staple. I don't eat dairy-free cheese on all of my meals, um, you know, but there are options if you have a craving here and there. Um, there's some dairy-free frozen pizzas that we've gotten that um, we'll have on occasion. We've got them like once or twice. They're, they're pretty good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just maybe if you're considering going dairy-free, maybe know why you're doing it and, you know, what your reasons are and make sure it's worth it, I guess, to go ahead and make that jump. Um, yeah, let's see what else has been new for me. Um, still intermittent fasting. I don't think I'll ever stop that. Honestly, it's not something that stresses me out. It's not hard. Um, it doesn't feel challenging. It's just a part of my routine. I feel very, very good when I do it. I usually start eating at about 11.30 and I try to finish around 7, 7.30. Um, and like I said, it's not that hard. Um, sometimes when I'm in my luteal phase, like close to starting my period, I will, um, eat in the evenings because I just feel extra hungry. Um, and whether I'm giving into some cravings with some chocolate chips or some, you know, popcorn and things like that, um, it just feels good. And that's just what I do on occasion. I don't regret it. I don't make it strict. Um, I just, like the way intermittent fasting feels on my schedule and, and how I feel in the mornings, especially. So, um, that's still working for me. Um, again, not going to tell you that you need to intermittent fast to reach any goals because you absolutely don't. And especially if you have any history of, um, disordered eating or any history of 
struggling with food and body image and things like that, I don't think that um, fasting or intermittent fasting is for you. Um, again, you can message me if you have questions about that. Um, only other, I mean, I'm still cycle syncing and working with clients on that. Um, I have learned so much about it personally over the last like six months since I really dove into it and, um, taking things that work for me and keeping it as part of my routine has been huge. I love seed cycling. Um, I love really just knowing where I'm at my cycle. I never tracked my cycle before I got into this. Um, so really knowing where I'm at and understanding why I'm feeling the way I am at certain times in the month is so important. Um, I, I don't follow the workouts to a T because some days I just feel good and I'm not going to say, oh, I can't do that workout today because I'm in my luteal phase or I'm in my menstrual phase um, because that's what my plan says. If I feel good, I do the workout I want to do. But on the flip side of that, if I wake up and I feel tired and sluggish and I don't have it in me, I check my calendar and I realize, oh, you know, I'm starting my period in five days. This makes sense. I can take it easy, take it easy um, and just, um, you know, chill out and it's going to be okay, you know. So just some things that have been eye-opening to me and my body personally it's been a lot of fun learning about all of this stuff and also sharing it with my clients and my followers has been a lot of fun too. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the gist of what's been going on with me and everything in my life, my fitness, my health, my workouts. Um, I am so excited to get the podcast back on track. Um, I am starting recording tomorrow with um, some guests. And I can't wait for you guys to hear who we have on and what they have to say. Um, I will say that I'm taking a break from the YouTube stuff. Um, I gave it a try. The percentage of listeners that we have on the podcast is so beyond the people that were tuning in on YouTube that it didn't really, it doesn't seem worth it at this point to do all the extra editing and all of that extra work just to get it on YouTube right now. Um, not saying that I'm never going to do it again, but for right now, we're going to take a break from it. I also feel like with some guests, it's a little intimidating to say that we're recording the video too. Um, so I don't want anybody to be turned away from being a guest on the podcast because of that. Obviously, recording just audio is a little bit more comfortable for a lot of um, women out there that want to share their stories. So taking a break from the YouTube side of it for a while. Um, yeah. So welcome to season three. I'm happy, happy to have you listening. Um, I appreciate any and all feedback. Um, I always say this, but the only way that podcasts continue to grow is if you subscribe and if you give us a star rating and a review and or a review, um, I greatly appreciate it. It takes five seconds to give us a star rating. I prefer five stars, but whatever you think is appropriate, I will gladly accept. So any star rating you want to give takes five seconds. Um, and then if you want to leave a um, review on the podcast, you can make up any name you want. Nobody will know that it was you that left the review. Um, you can say all the nice things you want or all of the negative feedback is fine too. I'll take it all. Um, I just appreciate any feedback at all, honestly. So um, please, 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 if you've been a longtime listener, just 
give me a little review. I really appreciate it. It's the only way that it can gain exposure. Um, other than that, I'm just going to keep sharing. I'm going to keep bringing on awesome ladies to interview and to share their knowledge and experiences with all of you guys listening. Um, and I hope that everybody out there is feeling good, doing okay. And I hope that, um, you know, maybe some of the episodes in the past that um, are uploaded, maybe they did not appeal to you at the time that they came out, but maybe they make sense to you now. So I encourage you to go back and look through all of our previous episodes. There's so many good guests on there um, and so many really, really good topics that um, maybe it makes sense to you now and um, aligns with something in your life. So maybe you can give it a listen. Um, I think that's it, you guys. Can't wait to get season three going. Um, I'll talk to you all soon. Bye. All right, guys. Please make sure to subscribe to Fit Girl Talk Radio and give us a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Have a great day. Have a great week. And as always, just do the best you can out there. And I promise we'll talk again soon.